perhaps you were an early convert, the uh, the Taylor Swift situation is getting to be a little ridiculous, isn't it? Well, it's all theater. Now, they didn't have that game as a nationally televised game. Chargers at Kansas City. But if you watch the NFL Red Zone, every time they switch to Kansas City, if Kelsey was involved in the play, they cut to the booth where Taylor is. And I'm wondering, where is this going? It's too much. And who's the great guy for Miami? Is it Tyreek Hill? Yeah. Did you see his end zone dance? Yeah. You know he's what a, is that? You know he's a human piece of garbage. I don't know anything about him. Yeah, he's he, he likes to beat up women. Well. No. That's he's, okay. He's that's a, that's not fine. What was the end zone thing he was doing? I don't a fish out of water? Maybe. I Dolphin, didn't, I didn't fish? I didn't see it. I was, I was flipping between that and the baseball game. I hope Texas wins tonight. I do, too. Now, they're making him play to... Now, they go back to... No, they're in Houston again. For the final game? So, it went 2-3-2? Two, each three, road two? team has won the game. Each so, it went 2-3-2 two, two for games. Because Houston won the division. It's a great fight Friday night. Yeah. What an idiot. And then he got suspended. Here we are. Uh, let me ask you something else. Yes, sir. I'm here. Uh, I don't know what it was. Oh, the Vikings play tonight. Mm-hmm. You going? No. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been to the Ziggy yet. Yeah, I really don't care. Did you have young ones watching the Taylor Swift game? Well, it wasn't on. Oh. But if Red Zone was on, then then a Taylor Swift alert was announced. I see. And they'd all rush to the TV. <laughs> but see, here's what, where the league is going, whether they know it or not. The league doesn't need the money, and either does Taylor Swift. So what are they up to? Because now the what you're what you're seeing is a rivalry to be the queen of the Chiefs between Brittany and Taylor, isn't, that, isn't his name Brit or isn't her name Brittany? <clears throat> Brittany Mahomes. Brittany Mahomes. Yeah. And they got their own little uh, handshake hand deal going, yeah. and it's just uh, it's just a shit show. <laughs> Are they trying to open themselves up to new markets? I wonder. I don't know what's Maybe. well. They, Taylor brings them. The 12-year-old girls. Yep. Right. And their moms. Yeah. Hot moms. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them. Yeah. Well, um, where is, uh, isn't Greta Thunberg from Norway? Sweden. Sweden, all right. I have a story about her today. Yeah, that's why I asked, because... Um, the uh, rev- rabbi wrote about that, the left thing I was just telling you about. It features her photo on it prominently. Well, she's living proof that the climate change movement has nothing to do with the climate. Nothing? There's a, a piece in the Powerline blog, um, headline, Another Nail in the Global Warming Coffin, and it's a story out of Norway. That's why I asked. What are they <clears throat> saying? I am... Uh, Working my way through it. Um, 
The results imply the effect of man-made CO2 emissions does not appear to be sufficiently strong to cause systematic changes in the pattern of the temperature fluctuations. In other words, our analysis indicates that with the current level of knowledge, it seems impossible to determine how much of the temperature increase is due to emissions of CO2. So inconclusive, what everybody's touting is fact. Of course it's inconclusive. This has nothing to do with the, what the temperature is supposed to be. This is the last stand of Marxism. Nothing? It has everything to do with wiping out capitalism and nothing to do with what the temperature is supposed to be. The proof is all around us. Greta, who I think is disturbed in some way, I think she's just a convenient tool for these people. A false conclusion once arrived at and wildly accept and excuse me, yeah, widely accepted is not easily dislodged. And the less it is understood, the more tenacity it is held. Mm-hmm. George Cantor, mm-hmm. German math dude. A false conclusion once arrived at and the less it is understood, the more ten- well, uh, 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 tenaciously it is held. Well, okay. there's an easier way to say that. A lie told often enough becomes the truth. Right. Right. I told that lie so many times I ended up believing it. Mm-hmm. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. I bet you're ready. Why not? Let's do a fun oh, show. We're on the council. I almost said something really vulgar. Wow. <laughs> Where's Matthew? Oh, meeting? Yeah. He's uh, being briefed. They're bringing him up to uh, speed. He's being briefed. Is All right. it, is it, isn't it kind of unnerving that that he has a major role in flight safety? Uh, <laughs> right? I mean, I, I, I don't want to... I would trust Matthew. I, I don't want to fly on anything that, that he's been involved in. I will say this. I love him dearly, but... No, 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 no. Airplanes? Here's how I'm going to back Are up my man. shit me? He doesn't even know how to change oil. I've been through many an airport in my day. Not as many as I have. But when you see who's, you know, checking the bags and whatnot, I'd rather have Matthew than about 90% of the people that work in TSA. Well, I go for, I'll, I, I'm with you there, but he's not a TSA agent. He's way above that. That's what I'm saying. He's undercover boss and shit. He's a boss. <laughs> Are you the boss? I want to borrow your truck. Um, Christine, down anywhere. <laughs> did you see the um, text from Christine Conlon? The text from Christine? Uh, not text, I'm sorry, tweet. She retweeted Ricky uh, Gervais. Um, and Ricky's interviewing an old gal um, over 100 years old, and the old gal is mad as hell that she's still alive. <laughs> and it's really funny, but she uses the C word repeatedly. The C word? The, yes. From the, the queen. Big. Same as I feel every other day. Chris. Careful. Yeah. Chris. Careful. Oh, like the, I said. Oh, we're on the council, though. She uses the C word. Well, let's not play that word. I just want to hear it. Well, do it How to yourself. You feel when you got the telegram from the it's queen. It's funny. Same but... as I feel every other day. Dreadful. In pain. Wishing I hadn't lived through the night. The queen, though. <laughs> Some butler sent this. What advice would you give to someone to have a long life like yours? Don't. It's fucking awful. It hurts just to be alive. Here's my typical month. First week, diarrhea. The next three weeks, I can't shit at all. You must have seen a lot, though. 
hundred years. I was born in Tambury. I'll die in Tambury very soon, I hope. I've seen fuck all. <laughs> I may as well have been a tree. What do your family think of this? <laughs> I haven't got a family. They all died. Right. Your friends here, though. Here we go, Chris. Bring it down. All right. Oh, yeah. They're all... I hate every they're all single C's. one of them. And when I outlive one of them, they bring a new cunt. <laughs> Well, what didn't we have the lady? Don't you have a picture in the Krabby Coffee Shop? The woman, the Russian, uh, Russian woman who hates being 110 or whatever. 108. I think. Oh, that is. Yeah. Thank you, Christine. That's fantastic. Yeah, Royce, you got to play that for Royce. He will love it. I'll have to do it tomorrow. We're not. I might doing as well have been a tree. We're doing Monday Night Sports Talk on Tuesday. Not with hmm. me, you're not. I know. Well, you will be with me if it's raining. Why, where's Pat? He uh, he had something else going on today. It's 12.01. What are we well, doing He can't here? let anything. Uh, radio cannot interfere. Podcasts cannot interfere with his life at all. Well, I got news for you. The newspaper oh, job is... is... Okay, okay, tea time. Whatever you say, <laughs> buddy boy. Zing! That was a zinger. He suit. got you there. Yeah, you gotcha. only ask you about smoking. Yeah, don't please don't. Fratelloni's Hardware please. and Garden. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Store brings you Garage Logic Podcast number one thousand one hundred and seventy six, October twenty three, twenty twenty three. Eighty two degrees on this day in eighteen ninety nine. And 17 degrees on this day in 1936. And the watch is underway. It's just a watch now. It's not a warning. The watch is underway for the date of our last 80. Oh. Hail the flashlight, King. Hail you! And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner. Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop. John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Perhaps we haven't made our working structure clear enough to the, some of the listeners. Okay. Uh, for example, I, I submit to you Nancy Cook, who writes... I would like to be admitted to the mayor's podcast. My husband is a fan and has made me one too. We loved your interview with Garrison Keeler. Thanks for considering this request. Yes, I want to receive the daily edition to stay informed on the most recent Garage Logic updates. I have no idea what she's talking about. Does she, does, does she mean the weekend? I wonder if she means the town council. I bet that's what it is. Nancy, uh, go to our website, garagelogic.com, mm -hmm. and there's information there on the town council. Right. Now, you don't need to be a member of the town council to listen to the Daily Show. But it sounds like she already does listen to the Daily Show. Maybe she wants to hear what's going on during the breaks and before and after the okay. show. But the way she phrased it initially, does she think that there's a theater-style setting in here that people can just come watch the show? I don't know. She said she wishes to be admitted. That's what I'm wondering, because it's that word that, that 
Makes that's me wonder. Co- that's coming next. Nancy, I hope you go to the website. <laughs> They'll spring us uh, on us a couple of days before it happens. Oh, for by ten, the way, for ten bucks you can be two and a half minutes. A Kenny member, made it. ten bucks a month, you can be a uh, member. What is Kenny saying? Uh, I, I mean, just, I'm trying just, to talk, and he just, just keeps cancel, cancel it, Joe. Just cancel it. Oh. And and Lloyd Keller has a question. Something that's bothered me for a while. I just watched a little bit of an indigenous tribe in India trying to save their land from mining. Talking about how the earth is their mother because it sustains them. One of your introductions to the show says the earth is not your mother. Yet when there is an earthquake, you say mother is rumbling. Mm. Which is it? Mm. Love the show, and I love the dummies, especially Kenny, who mispronounced Yosemite the same way I did. Yosemite? You probably pronounce it Yosemite. I don't think I've ever done that, have I? And I love the podcast format so I can listen to any time. Long-time listener, collector of flashlights, because you can never have enough. Former fireworks fiend at the cabin in Pequot Lakes, Lloyd. Thanks, Lloyd. Lloyd, I do like to say corpse instead of core. I don't know where to be on the earth is not your mother. That's I, never uh, been brought mentioned before. That's I, a good question. It's not your mother, but when we say mother is rumbling, I guess we're offering that with a bit of irony to the to the true believers. Is that tongue in cheek? Sure. Okay. Sure. Well, I can stay with this. I have something here. Uh, I feel bear with me. I have it right here. Israel. I'm surprised they did this. Uh, Israel responds sharply to Greta Thunberg. Hmm. The state of Israel responded to a social media post by Swedish climate activist Greta Thunberg Friday, who is in support of Palestinians. The world needs to speak up and call for an immediate ceasefire, justice and freedom for Palestinians and all civilians affected. The 20-year-old posted to what used to be called Twitter. It's now called X. Israel's X account, managed by the Middle Eastern country's Ministry of Foreign Affairs, did not mince words as it fired back just over an hour after Thunberg's second version of the tweet. At Greta Thunberg, Hamas does not use sustainable materials for their rockets, which have butchered innocent Israelis. The victims of the Hamas massacre could have been your friends. Speak up, Israel posted. Thunberg's original post included a picture of her with three other activists with signs that read, Free Palestine, Climate Justice Now, the Jews stand, This Jew Stands with Palestine and Stand with Gaza. It was deleted because it included a blue octopus that had a frowning face and was sitting on the activist's legs, which she said she had not realized could be viewed as an anti-Semitic symbol. I have no idea what that refers to. Yeah, me neither. Moments later, Thunberg shared a nearly identical photo, the same four people holding the same four signs, this time with the stuffed animal out of the photo. Hmm. Uh, the toy in the picture is a tool often used by autistic people as a way to communicate feelings, Thunberg explained. Is that tantamount to Greta uh, acknowledging that she perhaps is autistic? That she carries around this stuffed animal? She was, she was at an energy protest in London last week. 
uh, I'm leading up to a very significant GL point. And, of course, she's against any type of discrimination, condemns anti-Semitism. Well, that's good. Uh, uh, Greta Thunberg, who I find, uh, which surprises me that Israel took her seriously, I find it difficult to take her seriously. I think more accurately she's a tool. Uh, She's being used, and she's being used very cleverly. The likes of Greta Thunberg are, should be proof to you, uh, those of you who still believe that humankind is ruining the earth. The likes of Greta Thunberg, uh, ostensibly protesting war in Palestine, which is not really a war. It was the attack of Hamas on innocent people. And if Israel was so bloody awful, how come they haven't acted yet? They haven't acted yet because, as we learned Friday talking to a rabbi named Michael Barkley, they don't want to kill anybody they don't have to kill. Right. And so they didn't have this rush into Gaza. There's too many, there's too many people they could hurt. So Despite. I don't know what Israel's doing. They're waiting I think they want to eliminate Hamas from the face of the earth. I think they should, but they're trying to figure out how to do that without killing Palestinians who have nothing to do with Hamas, even though 90% of Gaza voted for Hamas as their governing body. Clear. I'm back to Greta now. Greta should be, the likes of Greta should be proof to all the euphorians and the people who live in Liberal Lakes and Diversityville, this war against climate change has nothing to do with the climate. I've tried to tell you that for 10, 15 years. This has nothing to do with what the temperature is supposed to be. Nothing. Nothing. This is the last stand of Marxism. This is the attempt to ruinize Western civilization. This is an attempt to deplete the America's use of natural resources. This is, a de- this is an attack on capitalism. This is the attempt to bring about what these frauds are calling equity. This has nothing to do with the temperature. And it's so disheartening to see, how, see all the saps who buy this, particularly in the media. This has nothing to do with the climate. It never has. It never will. What was, uh, go back to AOC's campaign manager who said, who admitted this. Mm-hmm. On camera. He, he said, this has nothing to do with the with the climate. And of course it doesn't. And so here is Greta. Uh, she's she's uh, chaperoned around the world. Uh, often very stunt-like, for example, taking a catamaran to America. Remember that? And we all can do that, can't we? We can all afford to take two weeks for to get sure. on a catamaran and, and uh, end up in an in Indian reservation in North Dakota. So, so they parade Greta around, and she appears at these various sites and hopes to get arrested. It's all a canard. It has nothing to do with the climate. And we see that every day. I don't know what the temperature is supposed to be today, but when I got up in the morning and went outside to do my daily office, I said, what a lovely day. What a lovely day. 
Don't you, though, believe that some people are starting to awaken to that? I oh, I think so. Hope yeah. so. Because yeah. what I'm was seeing it? a lot of news, Chris, that, that, that says that. We yep. cited something recently where the, the list of concerns amongst the voting public, and I don't even think climate change was in the top ten. Well, no, it isn't. And, and, and Israel had a great point. Uh, again, I, I think they're wasting their efforts on a woman who possibly is a bit disordered. Uh, very, very vulnerable to being used. Well, it's really sad because, yeah, that's exactly what's happening, yeah. Such. She's being used. An yeah. autistic girl is being used like a puppet. Yeah. And it's it's despicable. But, again, if it was about the climate, why would you root for Hamas, which is used ordinance that has nothing to do with sustainability it's like Kerry crying about he worried that the war in ukraine would disrupt climate activism well you fraud Kerry, go away you you are a leading proponent of this you'll be safe you got your old lady's money and you got your mansion on nantucket but they want to shut down the way we live it has nothing to do with anything except that but it's so widely accepted now, Joe, that people think it is fact. Even though um, a couple of weeks ago the NOAA came out and said there's been no noticeable rise in temperature. Of course there has I'm looking at a piece in Powerline blog about statistics in Norway saying that CO2 emissions do not appear to be sufficiently strong enough to cause these changes. And um, Tesla and Ford are suffering right now. That's being ignored. Everything, everything is being ignored, and they're still touting this lie. Look at it this way. Do you think the average... Do you think, uh, as citizens, we would be exposed to wondering about CO2 in the air if it wasn't for this movement? In other words, if the climate change movement did not rear its head, none of this stuff would have ever come up. It's not part of our life or our consciousness. You're saying once the climate change movement began, yes, then it had to be countered with A, what are you talking about? B, here here are my records of the temperature. And then a pro (laughs) climate change scientist had to say, well, here's my model. Yeah. It, so, it just became a thing. And then you wondered, you know, which side was gaining more steam. Right? They're relying on the fact that um, people are not going to do the due diligence and research this and look into it mm-hmm. and trust their nonsense. And while they continue to tout these lies, people like us who bring this up were just simply written off and laughed at and called deniers. Well, that's why I, 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 I continue to try to appeal to the people with their bumper stickers and they're still driving, but they have bumper stickers. Uh, Why don't you look logically at the behavior of the likes of Greta Thunberg and, and tell me, show me how their activities have anything to do with wishing for a climate change. Nothing. Didn't I and just Greta saw... doesn't even know that, right. I don't think. I, I'm, I'm with you. She's being taken advantage of. Oh, totally being used. I swear I saw a headline that Newsom is in China right now. I saw yeah, that. I here saw we go. that. Newsom goes to China to talk climate change. 
Do you Good think luck. the Chinese are going to take him seriously? Yeah, no, they're laughing at him. So they're what? They, laughing at they sit face. him down, they give him some ice cream, they put him in the corner and pat him on the head and do the photo op and then send him back on his way? It's a week-long visit to China that presents both political risk and opportunity for crucial international collaboration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like Good. all BS. Good Lord. Not necessarily unrelated okay. is the following. Monica Matilla in Duluth, who has not told me that I can't use her name, she's done some homework. Joe, I was listening to the podcast for October 17 about EV car rebates. My husband and I were in the market for a new car. We were not looking for anything that was 100% EV, as we know that our power grids will not handle the country of all EVs plugged in at all hours or even select hours unless you don't want to have a running refrigerator. Anyway, we were considering a hybrid EV plug-in. We then reviewed the tax rebates. If you look at the tax rules, the components of the battery in that car must meet the following. To qualify for, for me to pay you money to buy an EV, <laughs> to qualify, a vehicle must have a battery capacity of at least 7 kilowatt hours, have a gross vehicle weight rating of less than 14,000 pounds, be made by a qualified manufacturer. FCVs, what, is it, what does FCV mean? I'll find out. FCV. FCVs do not need to be made by a... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. FCVs do not meet, need to be made by a qualified manufacturer to be eligible. Eligible. See rev.process.2022-42 for more detailed guidance. Fuel cell vehicle, Joe. Okay. Undergo final assembly in North America. Meet critical mineral and battery component requirements as of April 18, 2023. The sale qualifies only if you buy the vehicle new. The seller reports required information to you at the time of the sale and to the IRS. Sellers are required to report your name and taxpayer ID number to the IRS for you to be eligible to claim the credit. In addition, the vehicle's manufacturer suggested retail price can't exceed $80,000 for vans, sport utility vehicles, and pickup trucks, and $55,000 for other vehicles. There are only 22 cars on the approved list, which many of them are not desired by most people or have major failure issues. This is back to Monica writing. Like not being able to pull a camper down the street without needing a charge. Minnesota is not California. If we wanted California rules and laws, we would leave this green and at times snowy land for a land of steady temps and the sun year-round. As your word stated yesterday, the 16th, our governor is disguising his self-serving agenda as a public good by ignoring common sense values. Sensum's razor. Without mining in the USA, there is no way for the EV car market to broaden, therefore furthering the agenda of government cars. Thank you, Monica. They are government cars. And the the American citizen didn't go through this BS to buy one of Henry's Model Ts. The frightening thing, like you just said, government cars, 
22 vehicles on the accept, uh, acceptable vehicles government list. Mm-hmm. We will tell you. And these, these are unelected are the, bureaucrats. Yeah. These are unelected bureaucrats just almost whimsically coming up with this BS in order for you to try to extract money for the taxpayers for buying a government car. Right. Wow. Is this America? No. Hashtag. No. It's like Wisconsin. America. I mean. <clears throat> I do mean. Weird. I hope you're driving a gas-powered car, but even if you're not, I hope you pull it into a garage that works. That would be uh, where I bring in Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. Five-star Google ratings are common. They get, get great comments from customers. Th- this is what you need to put in the telephone closet for your garage guy. Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. You, you get the whole family. They're a GL family. They serve the metro in western Wisconsin, they don't charge more for weekend visits. You don't want to step outside this winter, get into the garage, and discover that that door is going to have to be opened manually because it's heavy. They fix stuff. And if you need a new door, they can do that. They do everything. They uh, Don't mess with that spring, well, man. That spring up. is serious. I, gotta, I keep threatening the tune-up, but we got so much going on there right now. I don't know what I'm going to fit this in, but when I do... Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities is going to who's going to do it? Get help online immediately at precisiondoormn.com, or you can call them directly at 612-263-6985. Cross her off. Oh, we're getting a check mark today. Those are I what can't. I talk about afterwards. The cross-off is... The spots on the bottom of the page. Is over here. Yeah. Oh. I can't even read a paragraph oh. on your newspaper's website without being interrupted by an ad. Yeah. Do you subscribe? Yeah. I finally subs- just started to subscribe, so... Yeah. For the low, low price of about it's a, a buck. It's a shitty website. And now I would pay extra to get rid of the ads. Hmm. Because what you want is my money. I'm more than willing to give you more money if I never have to be interrupted by an ad. Are you listening, Minnesota Wild? It makes me hate you. Well, the Thank way you. they're going, they'll, they'll get, a, get a lot of that. Mm-hmm. you see that game on Saturday night? They lost in overtime. You know what really irritates me? You know what gets in my craw? Mm. The last 30 seconds of the game where we just dinked around and passed it back and forth instead of actually making an effort to score. 30 seconds left, and you guys are jerking around. So I noted last year. They just spend, they think possession of the puck is quality play. No, shooting is quality play. Well, it was, it was obvious that they were running the clock down so they could win in overtime, which they did not. No, they didn't even get to a shootout. I'm outraged. I yeah, was yeah. outraged. I was very upset. Didn't we have a disallowed goal, though, towards the end? Yes, and that, too, offsides, offsides. because uh, his stick wasn't with the puck, and the stick was being hooked by, who are we playing? Uh, Columbus. Columbus. Yeah, the Blue Jackets. Do you, do you think the Iowa got screwed with that fair catch call? Yeah. I, I do, too. I do. Wasn't, well, he, wasn't he going like this? He get was up. waving Let's off go his, here. His Get ready guys. to go. But uh, my, so Joe, um, uh, my you, brother-in-law did not take that 
very, very well. You brought up new shoplifting um, rules. Is yeah. this uh, the piece from your paper today? Uh, new Minnesota law cracks down on organized yes. retail theft? Yes. All right. All right. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. To which Santa Bell Jim, a former FBI agent, says it's all BS. What do you mean? Well, the the, uh, the I think it's a crackdown on the rings. Yeah, it is organized crime. Yeah. It's not a crackdown on three girls who go in and take out no. a hundred bucks worth of beauty products. Uh, unless it's yeah, right. It's correct. Yep. Uh, I am ready. Let's go. Does Kenny got something? He sure does. Joe. Well, then I'm ready. I'm I'm I'm, I'm here. I'm ready. Uh, uh, okay. Roll. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, <clears throat> sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. I just decided right here and now, literally seconds ago, that my ugly mug should be on every single can of sea foam. Uh, it's a mechanic <laughs> in a bottle. It's a miracle in a can. Here's the deal. I am not a mechanic, nor have I ever claimed to be one. But my engine doesn't know that because I keep feeding my engine sea foam. Um, just a couple of bucks for a can of sea foam. It does all the heavy lifting. You throw it in the tank, you dump it in the crank, dribble it right down the yap, and it's going to help. We love this stuff. It helps our engines uh, last a lot longer, run way better. And the sea foam motor treatment, that's the best way you can keep your engine running strong. It cleans the fuel system. It's also an easy way of staying ahead of preventable engine problems. You put it in the tank, it cleans the system. You put it in the crank, it cleans the sticky carbon. It makes everything shiny and happy. And the best part, you can find this stuff everywhere. Anywhere that fine automotive chemicals are sold, it's a local company with a global reach and a true miracle in a world of yucky subpar gasoline. We're talking seafoam with Kenny on the can. What do we know about what happened yesterday in Minneapolis, there was a rally uh, to support Palestine. Palestine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, it sounds like it was to support Hamas. Yeah. Uh, it depends on who you believe. We're getting a couple of different stories, but there is video proof of what you're talking about. Yep. Protesters were rallying along the Irene Hickson Whitney Bridge. That's a pedestrian bridge. That's new to me. Uh, that's a pedestrian bridge that runs over I-94 in Loring Park. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it goes from the Sculpture Garden. You've seen it oh, yeah. a million okay. times. I, just yeah. said, I didn't know it was. Who was Irene Hickson Whitney? Um, you know, no we're fact-based. Rook, look her up. Irene Hickson Whitney. Just as spelled exactly the way it sounds. Protesters are rallying along the Irene Hickson Whitney Bridge, the pedestrian bridge that runs uh, over I-94 in Loring Park. During the early afternoon, this is daylight, when the trouble began. Along with staging a protest on the bridge, some protesters were blocking traffic along streets that run along the bridge, Hennepin and Lindale. Police say they were alerted around 3.20 p.m. for multiple reports of disturbances connected to the demonstration. But weren't they demonstrating for peace? The bridge is named in honor of Irene Hickson Whitney. She was a lifelong patron of the arts who passed away in 86 from lung cancer, married to Wheelock Whitney oh, Jr. Oh, that's Wheelock's wife? Okay. I'll be damned. Got it. All right. Video filmed by Zach Metzger uh, shows a confrontation between a driver 
and protesters after the driver apparently drove through a rally near Loring Park. Hold on. Uh, we don't know that. Go ahead. Why don't we know that? I'm so just, far, I'm, I've, I'm adding that in because I'll explain why right. in a minute. Uh, but got stuck at a light a couple of blocks away. Police say they learned that a vehicle being driven through the crowd of... Oh, that's a cut line. After driving <laughs> through the crowd, protesters chased after the driver, resulting in a face-off at Lindale, north of Groveland. Mm-hmm. At that point, protesters caught up with the driver who was stuck at a traffic light. Some protesters kicked the man's vehicle before he backed up, drove over a median crosswalk, and sped northbound towards Loring Greenway. Police say there were no injuries as a result of the incident. Investigators are now reviewing what happened. Officers say there were reports of gunfire during the protest. However, activists told Fox 9 the shots may have been backfires from ATVs. No, that doesn't happen. Well, plus, uh, aren't ATVs it, illegal on public streets? Well, it doesn't If For the sake of that, that's a lie. Uh, ATVs, two-stroke, four-stroke, they don't backfire. Why is there controversy here? Kenny, you want to take it or you want me to? Well, this old duffer, from what I'm seeing, uh, was confused and didn't know what the hell was going on and just wanted to get to his church or home or wherever the hell he was going. And they went after him and accused him of blasting through the protesters. Then they maced him and broke his windows and jumped in his car and did all the normal stuff. I was alerted to a drone video, gentlemen, by Walter Hudson, former guest on this show. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I just retweeted it from the GL account. The drone footage shows this guy sitting at the light in front of the protesters. The protesters try to rip this guy out of his vehicle. He's an old guy. He freaks out, and he tries to get get away from this nonsense. Yeah. He goes down the street. That's Hennepin, right? Isn't that Hennepin? Can he That's Hennepin Lindale, yeah. Hennepin Lindale. He goes down to the next stoplight. They follow him down there. Yeah. And then try to do it again. And that's where the video you get of Metzger, that person. And then they start kicking his car and stuff. This is... We've, we've got to stop tolerating this kind of behavior. These idiots are on the freaking street. Uh, it's fine if you want to have a peaceful protest. You're more than right. But when people like WCCO frame it in a headline of old man drives through. Pro- no, they tried yeah. to rip him out of the vehicle and yeah. he freaked yeah. well, out. Here, here's the WCCO television. And shame we- on them. Website headline. Police, colon. Vehicle reportedly drives through pro-Palestinian rally in Minneapolis. That's not what their other account said. Okay. No injuries were reported after someone allegedly drove their vehicle through a crowd rallying in support of Palestinians. The Minneapolis Police Department said it received several reports of disturbances surrounding a demonstration. Uh, Various witnesses reported a vehicle driving through the crowd, and what you're suggesting is you're not finding that to be the case on the drone footage. No. All right. Well, we have a similar protest planned for this Wednesday afternoon outside Representative Betty McCollum's office in St. Paul, according to the Minnesota Anti-War Committee, which helped organize Sunday's demonstration. They're not very peaceful people for being anti-war, are they? (laughs) No, they're pro-Hamas. They're They're pro-Hamas. 
They're pro-Hamas. Because they hate you know Jews. Why? They're uneducated. Yeah, well, they, they hate Jews. That's that's the thing. It's pre-World War II all over again. <laughs> this is uh, Scott from Invergrove was noting this. He said the local media didn't miss a beat. They reported this story as an aggressive driver attempting to harm protesters. You can see in one of Not the videos, even this close. guy is crying. He's scared out of his mind. Not even close. And, and I, I'm so ashamed at the way that this story was portrayed. I, I can't find it in the Star Tribune. Yeah, I didn't see it in there either. I can't find it online at the Star Tribune. If it's there, I'm missing it, and I apologize. If you're offended. If you're offended. But... That's because, well, I shouldn't say. No, don't, because you're probably thinking the same thing I am. The uh, but why are we here? You know what I mean? Why are, why are we at this point where this poor old guy is on a Sunday afternoon drive going from wherever to wherever, and all of a sudden he's in the midst of all of these yahoos waving their pro Hamas flags, and he's the bad guy? It's a tributary of the massive river that's flowing. To bring about the mystery. Oh, the mystery is here. It's it's. This is a function of the mystery. Yeah, the, it's here and it's winning, and people refuse to wake up to it. Well, you were the same guys twenty minutes ago said you think people are awakening to the global global climate fraud. It's, but it's not being accepted by mainstream America. It's not being... Bec- no, it's not being accepted by mainstream media, hmm. which is not reflect... Here's another... Here's a new thought. <clears throat> the traditional news-gathering organizations that we've been accustomed to all our life do not appear to be reflecting mainstream America. They appear to be reflecting the onward march of the mystery. Hmm. They don't appear to be reflecting my neighbors. They don't appear to be reflecting your neighbors. Do you think the mainstream media, from what you've um, taken in, is um, promoting Hamas in a positive light in Palestine? At the expense of the uh, Jews, the New York Times maybe, but I don't sense it locally. I don't. I think news gathering institutions are stopping short of ultimate praise for Hamas. Uh, the New York Times, uh, my God, I have a piece here, a New York Post piece. Uh, the New York Times have rehired a so-called journalist who praised Hitler. On several occasions on Facebook. Wow. Among, among other things, the reporter Solomon Hiji, H I J J Y, posted, How great you are, Hitler, along with a photo of Hitler. Hmm. Would the Times, I don't think the Times would ever rehire somebody who praised the Ku Klux Klan, nor should they. Right. Right? Israel's ambassador to the UN, Gilad Erdan, slammed the New York Times for its decision to bring back this anti-Semite. The New York Times has just rehired a Nazi. Let that sink in. Solomon Hidgey praises Hitler, and the New York Times rehired him, Erdan tweeted Friday. And the Times claims they hired him to cover what's happening now in Israel and Gaza. Mm -hmm. 
The New York Times, uh, I went yesterday to get the Sunday papers because it's that season now where I'm going to give up on Just my guy because yeah. he's up eating a roller dog, and I want to <laughs> read the paper. Well, the Vikes didn't even play yesterday. Isn't he always? <laughs> uh, I don't think it has to do with the Vikes. Oh. Hey, get, Saturday get, nights can get a little shaky. Get, get to your point. What, what were you going to say? Oh, and, and years ago uh, when I would make such a run, I'd grab the two local papers and invariably treat myself to the New York Times. What the hell? It's Sunday. It's raining. I'm going to read the New York Times. No, not this time. I don't want it anymore. I don't trust it. I don't believe it. I don't the one that does the real estate or the uh, cars, fancy cars or fancy real estate? That's the Wall Street Journal. Oh, okay. We really should be reading it just to do our due diligence. Well, one of us needs to take the hit. Well, you're you're up first. You guys go ahead. They don't. They've no. It doesn't come to my area. It, it's impossible. Because on get Sundays in. now uh, we're in the winter season. We're approaching it, <laughs> and. Uh, I got to have a paper to read, and I wait for my guy. Yesterday, they got there at 1130. Isn't it interesting that a newspaper and all of its readers that are so pro-diversity, equity, and inclusion also hate Jews and love Hitler? Interesting. Isn't that something? That, uh, that What do you take? Having uh, a hard time. Was it uh, Reavers find out or Rookie find out? What do you got? Where, where did Michigan and Michigan State play? I think it was at Michigan State. I think so, too. What? And under the guise of it being a trivia contest, the scoreboard at Michigan State, verify this, get on there, get on this, uh, had a big picture of Hitler on the scoreboard. It was at Spartan Stadium in East Lansing, Michigan. Saturday night. October 21st. And, and the and the question was where was the, uh, something to the effect of where was this man born? Well, uh, Austria. Yeah, but could you? How ill-timed was that? Given what's happening in Michigan, where a rabbi was murdered over the weekend. Right, oh, going into her house, yes. stabbed. Yeah, and, and given that you have Rashid Tlaib, who's a liar, and representing much of Detroit, how ill-timed must you be in the failed academy, unless you did it intentionally, to put up a picture of Hitler on a nationally televised big, uh, big was, game? Can I? I, can this I is stop no. Wait, wait a second, Chris. This is so absurd that it's got to be handled. Hanlon's in here somewhere. It's got to be Hanlon. This, there, are they that be. bad? I didn't see it, but I'm, here's my guess. Because a lot of these people that are handling, handling graphics are all in student whatever departments of these various uh, outlets. Right, I get that. Here's, here's this is statement. probably what happened is it's some dumbass 21-year-old thinking he's funny and not realizing the magnitude of it. That would be my guess. We are deeply sorry for the content that was displayed as this is not representative of our institutional values. Michigan State Associate Athletic Director Matt Larson said in a statement, MSU will not be using the third-party source going forward and will implement stronger screening and approval procedures for all video board content in the future. My guess is this was just a stock thing because him being born in Austria, everybody would say Germany. So it's probably just... You, know, you buy They've a service. They've been doing this for you know five years, ten years. You buy, yeah, you buy a service, you click play, and you sit back. Yeah, still a poor choice. Okay, so I we're going to cut him some slack. We're going to call it Hanlon's razor. 
that yeah. this was not malice, it was stupidity. Yeah, laziness and stupidity. But, but my God. If it was me, I would quit my job on the spot. The, I would just the timing pack up my could thermos. not have been right. worse. Yeah, right. yep. <laughs> timing. Yep. It looks like Michigan State couldn't have been worse either. They got Beats 49 zip. That's nah, because Michigan stole all their ideas. <laughs> Other place. So the New York Times hired a Nazi. Well. Where is the outrage for pro-Hamas rallies in, in in Minneapolis? Well, in the United States, but yeah, in yeah. Minneapolis, where's the outrage? Meaning what the 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 rabbi leaders or, or just the Christian leaders? The my question, I guess, is why is it okay all of a sudden to hate Jews? I don't understand. This. I don't get it. I don't get I it. I don't get it. And People if you who said are... that three weeks, if you said that a month ago, you would be your anti-Semitic. Yeah, soft Americans who have had no interaction with any Jews whatsoever are hating Jews. One of my kids that I used to have is uh, too left for my liking, mm-hmm. uh, but but maybe she's coming around. She take up a gun for Israel today. Good. Yeah. That's that's yeah. what I want to hear yeah. from both sides of the political aisle. Yeah. This should be a rallying point for us in the United States. Yeah. My God, our president is sending billions to Palestine. And you know it's being routed directly to Hamas. Give me a break. No, I, we are sending I money to our so. allies' enemy. No, we're not we're not sending oh, money to Oh, we Hamas. are. No. It's going right to Hamas. It's Come on, to, open uh, your eyes. Going to Menachem Begin. Oh wait, he's Menachem Begin. Long he's years gone. ago. Yeah. Years ago. We thought it was bad then, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious! Goodness gracious! Uh, I got something I want to tell you. What's this president your... president doesn't even know what he's doing. We have exciting news. Oh, good! From the center of the American experiment. Yeah. It's the Golden Turkey Award season. To 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 come up with the best waste of money by Minnesota's government. I've already told you what mine is. Are they going to have a power ranking? Because you can't just pick one. See, when Royce does Turkey of the Year, you get about 15. Right. And then you lead up to the Grand Turkey. That's the only time you don't mind that he buries the lead. No. But God, is he bad at that. He just... <laughs> he just... But it works for him. Right. I mean, it works. That's what you... Anyway, the Here Center of the American Experiment... Uh, Every year they do this, they give out the Golden Turkey Award. And right now they are accepting nominations. If you have an example of ridiculous spending in Minnesota's government, go to uh, AmericanExperiment.org slash Golden Turkey. The center of the American Experiment, whose website you should check every day, will be naming the finalists on October 30. And the winner of the 2024 Golden Turkey Award will be announced on... November 22nd, right here on Garage Logic. I think I might have to call the guys over at the Center of the American Experiment. You got a little lead? You got you got something you're working a, on? A. Provide input. A. We're going to, uh, uh, the, the, uh, oh, the finalists. Oh, the finalists are named October 30. Okay. And then the winner is announced November 22nd. I get it. Got all that? But why is it called the 2024 Golden Turkey Award? Wouldn't Maybe it be there's the a 20... big, big banquet at the beginning of the year? Well, 2023, isn't it? 
We'll figure that out. Well, get your get yeah. your submission in. You want to be that would be something to boast about. Hey, do you know that I'm the uh, the I, winner I of the Golden right. Turkey Award? Go to americanexperiment.org/goldenturkey. Um, hang on. We might have some big breaking news here. Do you find big breaking news? Does it involve a bomb? Here at home. Hey, Peter. Ainsley, the Intel arm of CBP is out with a new bulletin, and it has a very alarming headline. It says foreign fighters of Israel-Hamas conflict may be encountered at the southwest border. Daily Caller got a copy of this material that was posted three days ago, and it's warning about fighters from Hamas, Hezbollah, and Islamic Jihad trying to exploit the poorest southern border because, uh, and part of the concern is that they can see the same things that everybody else sees, these numbers. Uh, A record 2.48 million encounters in a fiscal year, and among them, at least 172 people on the terror watch list. That is 172 who actually came face-to-face with law enforcement and didn't get away. When the Border Patrol is so overwhelmed that most agents are no longer on patrol because they're dealing with this self-inflicted humanitarian crisis, that's when the fentanyl comes across and kills over 100,000 Americans. That's from the Border Patrol. (sighs) Issues official warning foreign terrorist fighters from Hamas and Hezbollah may be encountered at wide open southern border. And once they're in, they're spread out all over. That's that's it, right? I mean, that's... Holy shit. High school football games, soccer that matches. That doesn't trouble you. Christmas pageants. What is the source of this? Uh, that'd be Fox News, Joe. That was Peter Ducey that we heard speaking. And they don't care about your political, which political side you're on. They sure don't, Kenny. And they don't care what your pronoun is. Nope. Right. All that childish bullshit that you're clinging to. One of the emailers I got uh, regarding the appearance of the rabbi on Friday said, well, he just mean to LGBTQ people. The listener didn't get it. What we're telling LGBTQ people is you're an idiot for supporting a mosque because they're going to yeah. cut your nuts off. Yeah. And feed them to you. Yeah. Let me see if I can find anything else here. Um, I'm, I'm alarmed, gentlemen. Well, I, I think, think you should play that. Well, it's yeah, it's Ducey. That's what we were saying two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And you notice how nobody's covering the fact that old Sleepy Joe is now throwing tons of money at rebuilding the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, well, why isn't anybody covering that? Terror watchless arrest by Border Patrol. So they've got this might be worth writing down. In fiscal year of 2017, there was two. In fiscal year of 2018, there was six. 19, there was zero. 20, there was three. 21, 15. In fiscal year of 2022, we had 98 arrests on the terror watch list. And in fiscal year of 2023, there has already been 169 arrests. Holy shit. Well, that's just 169 arrests. That, that could mean there's 5,000 terrorists. But that's my point. It was only in the single oh. digits up until 2021. I'm seeing this as a story from 19 hours ago. This one is a post from 1117 this morning, Kenny. 
So I don't know if it's the same one or if it's I'm a... Still searching, trying to find... I don't have the name of the second guy that talks, but it looks like... Oh, here we go. Joe, um, the second person you hear in this clip is yeah. Tom Holman. He's a former acting ICE director. The only bad thing about that uh, drop is they mentioned the Daily Caller. Yeah, they are kind of a... Which is a suspect outfit. We don't have to play it. Well, we, I'm just... Okay. We don't have to play it. We can keep it in mind, obviously. 18. Okay, the story I'm looking at now is from Saturday? No, Sunday. No, yeah, Saturday. Um, border officials arrested 18 people in September. In September. Wow. Hundred and sixty-nine encountered in the last twelve months. How many got through though? How how are you living in El Paso, Texas? I don't know. How do your kids uh you know go to school? I guess they are. Well, not everybody that's crossing the border is um, no, I know, but a criminal. I mean... <clears throat> We've got to keep that in mind. But the fact that it's a sieve means, along with normal people, uh, Michigan he... State has suspended the employee. I don't know if that was mentioned. I'm sorry. Some fifteen dollar an hour kid right. doesn't know. Well, what the I thought it was on. a third party. It, I'm reading a headline. Well, what does Michigan I mean? That would that Michigan would... State University employee was suspended Sunday after allowing an image of Adolf Hitler to be shown on the university scoreboard, according to the Associated Press. The video was shown prior to Saturday's. Blah, 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 blah. Alan Haller, MSU's vice president and director of athletics, released a statement that rookie just read, uh, confirming that the employee had been suspended without pay and was under investigation. Noting that the MSU <sighs> Athletics Department failed to check the entire video before it was approved. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. It was just a stock trick question. Yeah, but the uh, the initial report from the athletic director said this was a third party uh, hire. That's and now Michigan, well, right. so Michigan State has nothing to do with suspending an outsider. So in other words, no, but they, it wasn't a third party. It was some kid that just... No, they found a convenient head to chop off. Yeah. And it's whoever made the arrangement with the third party or hit play or whatever. And, you know, it's got to be like the bar trivia nights, right? Where you just plug in some third party program yeah. and let it play itself out. You like trivia, Billy? I do like your trivia. Yeah. I do like trivia. All right. Um, trivia night is fun. Fratelloni do you like trivia? No. No. Gives him anxiety. No, it does not give me anxiety. Oh, that's just game shows. Oh. Casinos give me anxiety. Daytime TV. And daytime TV. When's the last time you've been in a casino, Joe? Oh, let's see. You want to head to Mystic? Get some buffet? Pull some one-armed bandits? It's been years and years and years. Cardboard crack. Years ago, my brother and I went out for a burger and a beer, and I watched this couple go through 
minimum $600 in pull tabs Oof. in about an hour. Well, that's ridiculous. I, I couldn't. I said, stop. <laughs> what are you doing? Stop. Oh, no, we're going to get that big winner now. Yeah, that's that doesn't. Yeah, the odds are usually. Every once in a while, throwing twenty dollars down in some pull tabs. Sure, it's it's like exacta boxing though. You just buy every single card in the box, you, and then you're going to get all the winners. Can we get going? Here? Are you ready, Joe? It's what? like when you bet the entire field on a horse race. All right. Yeah. Does Kenny have something? He sure does. Well, let's go. Rolling. I've got some gambling advice for yeah, you, pal. You exacta box it. The Earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. Our friends at Moon Motorsports are giving us the best reasons of the season to buy the new motorcycle that you've always wanted. Number one, the end of the year, that means the manufacturer incentives are the best of the year as the New Year's models are arriving in store too. stock replenishment at its best. So the in-store selection is amazing right now. Last year's models, next year's models. It's a mecca of motorbikes. You can check out all the machines at moonmotorsports.com. And right now at Moon, what are we on? Three, four, um, use zero payments until 2024 financing and a free first motorcycle service deal. And what are we up to? Six, seven? Uh, how many on this list? Anybody keeping track here? Um, yeah, let's go with seven. They're offering at Moon free winter storage on that new bike or free in-state delivery for all motorcycle purchases. So uh, if you're my buddy sitting in Hibbing right now, you log on to moonmotorsports.com, pick out your next ride, buy it, and then either have them store it for you or deliver it to you all the way up to Hibbing. Or if you're like me, you're going to stop into Moon Motorsports in Monticello, toss a leg over a couple, two, three different models before you decide, and then do it. Moon, just a short distance from west of the Twin Cities, uh, you can discover the most exciting power sports showroom in our region, south side of 94, west side of 25, right in uh, Monticello. KTM, Husqvarna, Polaris, Can-Am, BMW, Triumph, Ducati, Yamaha, Honda, Ski-Doo, and now Gas-Gas. That's 11 brands, GLers, moonmotorsports.com. Did Coffee Matska ever return here? No. Oh, you know what? Yes. Uh, she replied the day that you were out last week. I apologize. Um, she has respectfully declined yep. your invitation. Um, hold on. She didn't want me to. I wish I'd have known you were bringing this up. Well, I bring we it go. up because last week we were noting that uh, the Roseville school teachers have a, a training package that apparently uh, instructs them not to confide in parents if their child has... Uh, is transitioning. Hi, Chris. I'm going to have to pass on this one. I really do want to talk about it. I have so many things to say, but you can tell Joe, uh, or you can tell Joe could at least write 14 pages on it, and I responded with, I doubt it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, but she said it's because of uh, her job situation. She would like to just respectfully decline the invitation. All right. But I got a note from... Which uh, isn't that sad? That she's yes. got to be worried about... You know, yeah. But in response to us discussing that, I got a note from Jay, the initial J in Roseville. Joe, my kids are currently in Roseville Public Schools, and I visited the high school earlier this week for teacher conferences. I was surprised by the number of boys dressed as girls, girls dressed as boys, and one boy dressed as a girl with clown face paint. All the parents and teachers acted like this was completely normal. 
About half the teachers I talked to had pride flag accessories and appeared to be LGBT. I would imagine at some level the kids get encouragement or positive support if they identify and express themselves outside of what used to be the norm. From my standpoint, I don't have a problem with kids dressing up or being attracted to the same sex. What does bother me is the adults enabling a fantasy by pretending things that are not what they clearly are. Saying you are a girl when you are born as a boy is false. Saying there are more than two genders when it's biological impossible, biologically impossible is false. Letting boys into girls' changing rooms and playing girls' sports on the presumption they believe they are a girl is harmful to the girls, to the boy, and society at large. On a related note, I am married to a lifelong Democrat who checks all the boxes of the left. Last night, she had a small rant about how our daughter's elementary school doesn't offer any kind of programs or activities for gifted students, and that kids of all abilities have to take the same classes. I smiled and said it sounded like she didn't believe in equity. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'll happen, huh? I don't know how you folks with mixed marriages can survive, seriously. <laughs> I don't even know what he's talking about. Well, you're married to one. He's really? married to one. I'm married to one that I'm not conservative enough for her. <laughs> I'm the hippie in our family, believe it or not. <laughs> well, we believe it. I'm married to one that says, who's the president again? Yeah. <laughs> have you heard of this Ancestry.com? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. well. People don't, are doing uh, it. Have you yeah, done don't, it? Don't, no, I, no. I have signed up for the free, like, 30-day. That's how they get you. Oh, so and they my, kept billing me. So my kids I used to have did it. I'm not even related to them. Uh, they're Greek and they're Spanish and huh. they're Swedish and I have oh, no idea. Who, I don't even have no idea who they are. But you, we learned from Ancestry.com uh, that some uh, we got. Uh, what am I trying to say here? Yeah, not please, sure, Joe. We got a deal in too. we got a deal in Montana. Uh, okay, we got a deal. All right, what's the deal? Daryl Dusty Crawford, known as the Montana Man. Okay. His DNA has been tra traced back 55 generations, according to CRI Genetics. What does this mean? It means Crawford's ancestors were in North America 17,000 years ago. Wow. That makes his DNA the oldest to date. In America, Matt. Okay, that's impressive. I don't know how they understand this, but... Crawford, who was linked to the Blackfeet Native Americans, found that his ancestors are from the Pacific Islands. CRI Genetics has a 99% accuracy rate, stated this about Crawford. The length of Crawford's lineage is so rare that the company told Crawford's family that this kind of success was like finding Bigfoot. Okay. All right. Well, if you can go back 55 generations, yes. Crawford also learned that 83% of his DNA matches up with Native Americans, 10% European, 5% East Asian, 2% South Asian, and less than 1% African. Who knows, maybe your DNA will bring you back farther than Crawford's DNA brought him. That's the end of the story. Hmm. So... So you mean to tell me that 17,000 years ago, 
there were people in what we now call the United States. I guess so. And they were Blackfeet. Yep. That came from the Pacific Islands. That came from the uh, Pacific Islands and, uh, well, pretty much uh, 83% of his DNA matches up with Native Americans. But most of that stemmed from Pacific Islands, 10% European. Hmm. Why do they want to leave the island? I, I thought I had. I thought I was going to make a point here. <clears throat> Me too. And I have absolutely no idea I, what the point I can, is. I can make the point for you. Please. Everything you just read is all propaganda trying to get you to sign up for this so the government can keep tabs on you. Well, they now all, know. They now know your lineage. Well, they, first of all, they already can. They keep know tabs where you on me. came from. They're going to find you guilty of some crime you didn't no, commit because no. they found blood samples that at the scene of the crime, and they looked it up and they go, "Oh, look at it. it's old man Souchere was here doing evil deeds." There I is, have no interest in having this done for myself. There is a great video. Um, Rook and I like to. The surprise videos and whatnot that we see on social media, YouTube and whatnot. Yeah. There's a great one. I think it's, was it 23 and Me? Isn't that the one where you can find out your bloodlines and whatnot? <clears throat> yeah. And there's um, a group of kids, I would say they're probably in their 20s, taking the 23 and Me test, the saliva deal. Yep. Yeah. And mom doesn't realize what they're doing, and she comes in the living room and bolts for the... No, for the family table. No! She, as if she was trying to hide something. Whoa. Here's the deal. One of my hippie sisters I know ha has done this because uh, law enforcement showed up at my door about Ooh. a month ago accusing me of throwing a Schmidt big mouth at a speed limit sign in 1982. <laughs> and now I'm paying the price. Isn't that something? And all that was from DNA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's the government. That's how they get you. Boy, that was oddly specific. Yeah. And by get, I mean G-I-T, get you. Yeah, now get. Do you know that we, uh, th this, uh, keeping in mind the center of the American Experiment Golden Turkey Awards and how the government wastes money, yep. do, you, do you ever wonder what they do with the money they collect from you, Matt? I do. Where does it go? Tell me. Well, I have a new job listing. Okay. Posted by the University of Minnesota. Ah. The working title is Uniting for Ukraine Call Center Navigator. Job class, colon, Customer Service Specialist, Senior Agency, Human Services Department. Who may apply, Matt? Open like to, to all qualified job okay. seekers. Wide open. It was posted October 17. It will be closed October 30. They'll make their hire by October 30. Okay. Uh, the Human Services Department, DHS Central Office of Ask Me, the union, yeah. is the hiring agency. Division Unit, Children and Family Services Work Shift, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m., a day shift, Monday through Friday, no travel, salary range 43764 to $59,236 annually. Okay. Uh, you you are in a union. You'll be with uh, clerical AFS CME AFSCME. Uh, and uh, you have to be telework eligible. The work you'll do is more than just a job. Okay. Join the talented, engaged, inclusive workforce 
dedicated to creating a better Minnesota. As the Uniting for Ukraine call center navigator, the incumbent will provide telephonic resettlement navigation assistance to new arrivals placed in Minnesota through various resettlement pathways and people who are supporting them by helping them to identify and connect to the resources they need to establish well-being in Minnesota. I would send every one of them out to Stillwater or out to Minnetonka. They will also work to continually map and document service needs based on caller questions and needs. All right, I have a question. This is how the government grows. You know why? Why? What will become of this person if suddenly there's peace in Ukraine and there's no longer any need for no, Ukrainians to flee to Minnesota? Ease, no, that's an easy answer. Really? You think answer. they're out of a job, Chris? That's an easy no. answer. They're going to run for uh, Minneapolis uh, City Council. Well, something like that, or win. land on their feet in some other yeah. overwhelming, overwhelming uh, bureaucracy. They'll be yeah. transferred. The, the, you're in now. Yep. You're, you got in. You'd be the new safety guy. You got in on the Uca- Ukraine call center navigator job. Well, I started as a yep. Ukraine call center navigator. And, and what I'm are you now? You're the governor. Assistant to the assistant director of the assistant. Third, uh, you're the marketing. third shift supervisor. Yes, yes. To the marketing uh, philosophy people. I got to wear the funny hat. Isn't that something? That's how the government grows. They create this job. It's a job that will never go away, even if the guy sits there Monday through Friday and the phone yeah. doesn't ring. And if we have an $18 billion surplus, right. they'll create an even new department for How that person How often to do leave. you think that phone's going to ring? Can you hold, please? <laughs> Destroy you. There's the hold, please. Yes. How, 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 how active could this be? Are Ukrainians coming here in the numbers that they're on? The first thing they do... Once they get into Minnesota, I got to call the uh, call center navigator. Mm -hmm. I need to know what my resources are. First thing I do, I'd start throwing jokes at him. Guy goes into a bar, orders seven shots. That kind of stuff. Yeah, or I would say, uh, hey, does your family suffer from mental illness? No, I think they enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) Are you comfortable? Yeah. Yeah, they pretty much enjoy it. Yeah. I'm going to save that the next time some nurse asks me that. Because don't they ask you that stuff now? You got a gun in the house? Yep. Are you mentally ill? Uh, uh, yeah, but we enjoy it. Yeah, you know, okay. what are you going to do? Are you suffering hey, from depression? <laughs> what day of the week? Uh, say, uh, hey. Say, 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 uh, I, huh? need, I need water, please. You also need a new bank. I do. And how about my friends at North American Banking Company? Yeah, Joe, you look like you're a candidate for a new bank. Uh, check them out online, nabankco.com. nabankco.com is their website. They have six locations to serve you. My location's in Roseville, but you can also see them at 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location, over there in Maple Grove. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other big banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. And they are also locally owned and operated. And that's big because that means loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They are not sent out of state. And this helps business owners solve problems quickly and expand their business with confidence. So check them out online today, nabankco.com. Stop in, say hi to the fellows, let them know you heard about them on the Garage Logic podcast. North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender.
Luke Bryan. Hi, I'm Luke Bryan. You didn't show the alarm that I was really hoping for hmm? with the border story. Rook, can I get to Welter when we bump back? Welter. Yes. So I put the... Oh, Kenny's gone. Yes, sir. Hey, Pat. No, he's not in today. Dang it. I don't want to stay up late and watch the Vikings game. It starts at 7. So I know, but that the baseball games are on tonight, too. Uh-huh. There's one at 4 o'clock. Oh, that's true. But the big ones, the game 7's tonight during the Vikes game. Well, you know what I do? Bleep the Vikings. I want to watch the baseball game. Well, then click. <clears throat> yeah, but I got the two little guys are go- that are going to want to watch fight. You got one TV? Bah. Well, we got to watch it together, so I can. They can ask me seven hundred million questions about why that guy's doing that thing. Arizona at Philly, four o'clock. Is that uh, Philly leads three two? Yes, sir. Texas at Houston to decide your World Series participant. Representative. Seven o'clock on Fox. Yes, sir. Vikings in Frisco. 7 o'clock ABC or ESPN. I don't like the new guy with Smoltz on Fox, the baseball guy. He's trying to be too much of this. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, But I really liked Buck and Smoltz. I thought they were great. They uh, they got her done for him, the team. (laughs) (laughs) What are you looking at? Uh, right now, I was reading about Luke Bryan and Ross <laughs> Rahalia's uh, continued uh, discussion. Yeah, they're really going after each other, yeah. aren't they? Why? But why? My my thing is, why would you want to go review a concert of a band or an artist you don't like? That gets so many reviewers into trouble. <laughs> Who's the guy... Um, Chris Ryman Schneider. Ryman Schneider. He, I can't remember what band it was, but he ripped him, and rightfully so. Wasn't it Band on the Run? And he was attacked. And he could have saved himself a lot of trouble by just saying, you know what, this isn't my cup of tea. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to go. Rook, will you do me a favor? Talk to me, Goose. Look up Miami of Ohio, the college. I want to know why it's Miami. The city? No, the college is called Miami of Ohio. It's in, you know, bluster butt Ohio. It has nothing. Why is it called Miami? I was going to say, isn't there an actual city, though, in? There's a city in Florida, uh, Chris, called Miami. I know, but isn't there also one in Ohio? But this school is not in uh, a city called Miami that I'm aware Do of. Do you now, know I'm that? willing to be proven wrong. Miami University, informally Miami of Ohio, yeah. is a public research university in Oxford, Ohio. Oxford, Ohio. Founded yes. in 1809, second oldest university in Ohio. And let's find the Miami name. Miami bears the name Miami people whose homelands are here in the Miami Valley. There you go. Well, Chris beat you, Chris, uh, Rook. 
He went ahead. Well, I was just trying to see if there was an actual city called Miami in Ohio. So there was a native tribe called the Miami? Yes. But it was spelled M-Y-A-A-M-I-A, and they changed the name. Well, I'll be damned. You'll be dipped. It's named for Native Americans. Founded in 1809, Joe. Aren't I a Native American? We all are. I mean, I was born here. born here. Ain't I? You is. I've seen that I am. Them ain't the ones that you're uh, born with, though. So is Miami, Florida the same uh, explanation? I would doubt that. University of Miami. Well, I, I don't doubt that. What other reason would there be? Oxford is located 30 miles northwest of Cincinnati. Right. And 35 miles southwest of Dayton. Right. And about five miles east of the state boundary separating Ohio and Indiana. A lot of woods. I remember seeing a lot of woods. I'm not. Along the Ohio-Indiana border? I'm seeing flatland where... Oh, no, a lot no, of woods. No. no, I can see that on the like southern on border maps. of Ohio. Miami, 1925. I want to see the Private maps. research. What do we got? can't remember if I like that drive or not. I like to look at maps. There it is. Yeah, because it's right there by Kentucky. I guess it's a little north of that, but who's counting? Louisville. In 1925, George E. Merrick, founder of Coral Gables, granted 160 acres and nearly $5 million bucks for the university's founding. What are you talking about? Miami in uh, Miami. I know, but I was talking about the name of the That's city. That's what I'm looking for. Not the college. How about Miami Vice? Oh. Were you a big Don Johnson guy? Chris, yeah. uh, I didn't Touch. watch a lot of that. <laughs> I bet you tried to dress like him. You had this sport oh, coat going on percent Look at me. They had nice cars. I'm the new cutting-edge sports writer in town, mm-hmm. and I'm going to dress like Don Johnson. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, we had a kid, Mark Twombly, that tried to pull off that look for a, a prom. So we called him Twoms Johnson. <laughs> he didn't complete the look. He didn't complete the look. See, we never would have got that bit of history yeah. had you not brought up Miami. And you're welcome. Mark Twombly, the, the usher at the Grand U, that while it's being robbed and they were ordered to get on the floor, laid on his back so he could get a good description of the... Um, well, robber. Then he was uh, went to work for the FBI for a short time. Yes. Did he have his hands behind his head like this, Matt? <laughs> was he relaxing? Like, like that? Yeah, just like that. He just kicking back the casual uh, <laughs> robbery. Was he also involved with uh, the storage of special export in the ice machine at the Grandview Theater? No, it's unfortunate that uh, Mark Twombly was told by his parents um, that he was allergic to beer. And he would break out in hives if he had beer. Oh, no. So he didn't. But as any good group of friends, what did we make him do? Drink the beer. And well, then he broke out with hives. <laughs> well, that doesn't include whiskey, though, right? Uh, we weren't that advanced yet. Can I ask you something? Yep. Uh, how much can you get if you rob a theater like the Grandview? It was all cash. 100 bucks. No, it was all cash back then. Oh, on a Friday or Saturday back then? Yeah, there yeah. was. They ain't no Netflix cre- back now then, Now they take bro. credit cards, but back then, it was cash money. I'm going to need all that? Yeah. What was showing? 
Eddie Murphy. There uh, he is. Porky's. His Porky's face. too. What, what, His what face was showing. was showing. I don't remember, but that would have been. His face was showing. In other showing. words, it might have been a night when there were 30 people. Top there. Gun. Five no, times three. 150 bucks. No, Saturday night you get a good crowd in there. But see, you have to. What you do is you got to put those hundred dollar bills. Here's underneath. what you do. Yeah. You don't keep them in the uh, in the drawer. <laughs> what would happen when Eddie Murphy was going through the crowd as Axel Foley? You right behind you. You right behind you. <laughs> it was there. There was a. There was a. It was narrated. Yes. It'd be the, the, the oh, movie mystery science narrated theater. during that a, is so awesome. You right that there. is so cool. We'll be going in there, Eddie. Don't drop the gun. I, I love that so <laughs> much. And, and it wasn't. It, it, they they were just shouting out. The, they weren't the being obvious. rude. They weren't right. trying to be rude. They I were would, trying to tell them. He behind would, the door. I would go there for that purpose alone. That is so awesome. Victor Maitland. Yeah. Where that Victor Maitland at? <laughs> that's why the scary... He's behind the door. The, that's why As the... As if Eddie Murphy can hear yeah. him. Yeah. They were shouting to... They wanted the... They wanted the him to know. It's just crazy. Or the haunted house stuff. That one small one. Hey, who's what's going on in your basement? Ain't none of my Ain't business. My business. <laughs> they just, just split. Roll they leave. The credits. Roll the credits. Oh. What's going on in your basement? Ain't none of my business. <laughs> I feel you. Roll the credits. <laughs> <laughs> what was your how long was your tenure oh, at the Grand God. I started in seventh grade and worked uh through Why is this not on the air? But, let's go. I want to. I want to ask you a question. Okay. Oh, can you first give me a 87? welter heating? Yeah, right now. Okay. Let's do it. Joe, you are ready. Whoop! I need another bump. Hang tight. Hang tight, there, bras. <laughs> right behind the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I am. Reality with a bite. The Joe Shuchere Show. Easy for me to say. Yes, Mr. Corley, that is was not easy for you to say. Uh, this is easy for me to say. Welterheating.com is the website you need to visit. And you know what? There's just nothing really romantic or fun about heating units, cooling units, air purification system. It's kind of boring. But it's extremely important, and the Welter family recognizes that. So when they say, do your ad, the ad, just do something memorable. Get our name right. Get the phone number right. You don't have to make attractive the changing out of a heating unit. But let's not underscore the importance of that. If your heating unit is making noise, you got to get on it right away. It's nice right now, but, you know, tis the season. It's going to get cold. Uh, putting away your air conditioner properly uh, you can get critters. You can get uh, wiring when it's out there frozen. Have them look at it. Give them, have them give it a tune-up or close it down properly. It's just that simple. You will get a human being that answers the telephone when you call 612-825-6867. You can go to welterheating.com, check out the Q&A. They just might have your problem solved or give you advice on how to treat that. Yes, they want to come up, but they work with the highest integrity, 100 years and four generations of the Welter family. And they love Garage Logic because they're full of common sense over there as well. Welterheating.com, 612-825-6867. Again, don't download the importance of that heating, cooling unit, or the air purification system in your home. Remember to heat up your shelter with Ray N. Welter. 
Let me ask you something. We were we were talking off the air about the movie business, and uh, you were telling some stories. Why did you leave the movie business? That would seem to be right up your alley. Um, you well, worked at the Grandview Theater. I started in seventh grade. You? I was a sophomore in high school, and I was the assistant manager. And then I became the manager, and it was the greatest job of all time. And I think I started. That's my question. Well, I when I was working at Dayton's, I would come and then I would work the the evening at Grandview, at the Grandview, and at the Highland. I worked at both, and then um, I think I started working here, and so then that was that was done. Were you involved in booking the films? No, that would be Stephen Mann. He was my uh, brother-in-law's brother. My sister married Benji Mann. And that's how you got family. the job, nepotism. That, yeah, that's how I got complete nepotism. Were you the manager? I was the I was an usher, then the head usher, then a assistant manager, and then the manager. I'll be. Did you have an office? Yes, had an office. Did they always? The in it. Did they always run first um, release movies? Yeah, Grandview yeah. ran first. Yep, and then the Highland, the discount when it was ninety nine centered, they would get, you know, Star Wars six months later. What right? about? Like, did they ever have any theme nights like black exploitation movies, Rudy Ray Moore, or, uh, uh, Dolomite no. movies? No, the Heights may have done that, or the Subworld over in Minneapolis, which at the time was a man theater. But they would have the uh, we bring the toilet paper. What was that Frank and Furter movie? Yeah. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, it was always on at midnight um, in uh, Uptown. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Were audiences always well-behaved? She are the manager. She are the manager. Uh, were audiences what? Well-behaved. No. Uh, if you had um, if you had a, a serious movie and there there would be weeping, you could hear people crying. That's like when Pat leaned over to the lady that saw Little Women. Little Women, yeah. and she was crying hysterically. She said, do you need me to call you an ambulance? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, there were, but when there were... Uh, 48 Hours. What was an Eddie Murphy movie like? Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. It was, there was a constant narrative. Really? It would. Um, See, that would, that would bother, well, maybe it wouldn't bother me. I don't Eddie, know. Eddie, you over there behind the couch. You know, he behind the couch. And they just blurted it out, and they weren't trying to be rude. They were just pointing out to Mr. Murphy that he's behind the couch. And uh, it would, it was just. I would pay extra for that. So there was a narration. I think when you. Free of charge. When, yeah. You got but that free you, of charge. When you went to those movies, you kind of expected that. It wasn't going to be the little women crowd where they were completely silent. Right. No, they you wanted were, mayhem. They were. Yeah. Get on upstairs. He up there. He got a knife. <laughs> they would just. <laughs> and it was, you'd sit there in the back and just and, and laugh at it. And people wouldn't come. That's the thing. People wouldn't complain. If you were doing that during Little Women, you'd have ladies sure. going out there saying, Somebody's You knew going in, this was part of the bit. Yeah, yeah. and, and it, it was always worse on the 940 show. It wasn't the 7 o'clock. Because everyone's it, liquored up. Everyone Pre -game. Out. Yeah. yeah, so they're sitting there at 930, and it's an hour and a half, and oh, it it was... Um, uh, well, did they you guys find that it? Eddie Murphy could hear them? I don't know why they shouted. They would shouted you find, as if um, they were giving him advice. After everybody had left the theater, would you find liquor bottles? Yes. Oh, yeah, everybody cool. snuck in. There was no process cool. to stop. Are you thinking of cool. Rocky Horror Picture Show? Thank you. Yeah, yeah that's Hans. what it was. Thanks, Hans. Yeah. 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 That, um, uh, 
they, they would do theme nights at different, like the Heights or Subworld, but we were pretty straight-laced. And it was great. The, um, when they had Raiders of the Lost Ark, your film company would split. The first week it would be 90-10. Okay, film company gets 90%, you get 10% of the ticket sales. And then they had a different plan. Well, Raiders of the Lost Ark, they thought was going to be such a bomb that I don't remember if it was 50-50 or what, Steve Mann would know. But they, and they just kept that. They made so much money, the, the Mann family, I don't know about the other theaters, because they just gave it to them right away and thought it was just going to be a bomb, and it was Huge. So the man's. Why would you think Raiders of the Lost Ark would be a bomb? Well, they thought the same thing about Star Wars. Well, Star Wars, too, yeah. You know what we're doing on tomorrow's show? What's that, Joe? We're having in Mary Gabriel, who's a friend of mine. She's family, basically. She has written a book that's getting global attention. She's done the 800 page unauthorized biography of Madonna. I love Madonna. She's a very noted author, nominated for the Pulitzer. She's written Ninth Street Women about the modern painting movement and how feminists broke through. And she's written about, uh, she's written stuff I don't read. I'm going to be very candid, but she's gifted as hell. And she's in town to visit her mom. She wasn't even planning to, she lives in Ireland. Mm. And she wasn't planning to do any book promotion. She's, she was trying to take a break from it. And uh, I said, no, no, I, you got to come in and, and tell us. I've got a lot of questions. Um, I forgot to mention this to you. I mean, I mean <laughs> Garage Logic normally wouldn't go down the Madonna Road. But that's right? not really what we're you're going to discuss. Is, this yeah. is this is. Uh, I, I want to know where, how are Madonna and Taylor Swift different, for example, as cultural magnets? Is this tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you it sounds are. reading between the lines. It sounds to me like you want to learn how to write a successful book. Is what you're saying? Yeah, it sounds like maybe. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Might be. Yes, yeah. that's you, I thought uh, so. I, I forgot to mention this to you earlier today, though. You did cause quite a bit of stir on Friday. You had tasked me with bringing the copy of the book down to the girls right in the afternoon. I guess she'll go with the girls in the afternoon. Yes. And so I did that. I brought the book down when I go do my office stuff. And then... Uh, you walked by Grant. I did. And all of a sudden I was walking back and I hear, well, where's my copy? Well, how oh. can you get to read it first? Well, I thought I got to read... I thought, oh, wow. First of That's all, every day. could even and read. And I, I did this <laughs> slow, like, I'm just going to head mm -hmm. on this way and skulk away. But yeah. That that, a, that's a book that I, I hesitated to give it to them because, A, they can't read. B, Joe, they, they won't read they, it. Joe, they have a book club, and they're sponsored by the Book Club Restaurant. Really? They discuss books all the time. All the and time. I'm glad that Mary's going to be with them, too. Lori and Julia on... Uh, my Talk 107.1. 107.1, My Talk. Mm -hmm. Because we're not a garage. We're not a Madonna crowd here. But... We are a, a crowd that's interested in what the hell is happening to culture. And and uh, I, I tell you the truth, I'm kind of intrigued to learn about this. Yes, it'll be good. Only. The, the things you're going to learn about Madonna, huh? Well, that Taylor What's-Her-Name movie is number one in the box office for second week in a row. And all it is is concert footage, isn't it? I think so. And she did it for all the ostensibly is claiming that they they released this film for all the people who can't get in to see her live shows. That girl knows how to make ching, yes, man. She, she can make the coin. Mm -hmm. 
How long? We should do an over under on how long this bit with Travis Kelsey will last. It will last the end of the season through the Super Bowl. Yeah, that'll be my prediction. Right. Yeah, that's that's going to be burns through the guys. Yes, she, she does. Yep. Uses them up and boom on yep. to the next one. Well, what's wrong with that? I mean, if it was a dude doing it, we'd applaud. I'm him. not complaining. I, yeah, I'm, I think it's pretty I'm cool. That's how she operates. That's how she rolls. Mm. Yeah, yeah, she's liberated. And then I learned yesterday. Of course, I had to be told this. Uh, by the women who, who are surround me, that Travis got his Rolls Royce out. Travis got his Rolls Royce out. He's going to take Taylor to lunch in a Rolls Royce or dinner or something. And I thought, uh, okay, if it's an old Rolls Royce, I'm on board. Okay, like a restored or brand new. That's the gray poupon piece please. of crap Rolls Royce. Are you kidding? The size of this building. Plus, where is he going to take her to eat in Kansas City? They, 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 you want the barbecue over right. here or the barbecue over there? Yeah. Matt, what were the famous brothers? What were their names? They rode to work at the uh, everyday... Uh, uh, that was Mortimer and Randolph Duke. Yeah, the Duke they brothers. they rode in from... Uh, You're not allowed. Oh, I'm not referencing. I'm just I'm stating fact. It to was a question being entrepreneurs. asked. Actually, they were social <clears throat> activists because they were they were doing some social, social um, uh, experimentation. Experimentation, yes. And they had a a wager as to who was. Well, how, what was the amount of the wager? Wasn't it one dollar? I believe it was one crisp dollar. One crisp dollar. Yes, and uh, had to do with futures. I mean, it taught you a lot about life. Some are rich, some are poor. Uh, there's math involved with buy. Uh, low, sell high. Selling oranges, I Taught believe. Taught you about uh, citrus futures. Equity. I got legs. Yeah. I got legs. Right. Taught Vietnam. I mean, went through the course of the whole Vietnam War with these. Were you the? Uh, <laughs> were you in the film business when that was showing? Uh, trading places. Yes. Was that was eighty-three. Was there a narration? That had to be fun. Um, not as much because there wasn't tenseness. Right. You know, if it was tense, you know, it would. But they would be. You know, when they laughed. No, it was. It was. You know, when he's heartfelt. When he looks in the camera after they tell him the bacon is found in a bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich, and he stops and looks in the camera, they would think that was very funny. <laughs> they would chuckle, and they chuckle loud. <laughs> so did I, ironically. Yes, I yeah, thought it was hundred percent hilarious. I don't get the bacon reference. They were teaching him about um, teaching Eddie pork bellies. Yeah, they were teaching, yeah. trying to give him a crash course because he was going to be trading for them. I see. See, more education, and they wanted to promote a. A, a black uh, poor guy and show that, hey, you give him his surroundings, he can do just as good as anybody else. And didn't he succeed mightily? Proved it right, yes, yeah. 100%. Only because they come to us all the way. Well, him and the Ghostbuster guy, they pretty much robbed him blind, right? Pretty much, yeah. What's yeah. his name? Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. It was uh, Louis Winthorpe the third. <laughs> Correct. Yep. I'm sorry, I apologize. Yep. And what um, what opera did he go You're see? Coming dangerously close. <laughs> La Bohème, La Bohème. It's an opera, but that's not Eddie Murphy. That's Dan Aykroyd. Who was the girlfriend? You keep asking questions. Uh, uh, what's her name? Um, in Jamie the Can movie, Fish Called Wanda. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis, which was her last topless scene. Really? Yep. What happened? She just said, I don't have to show my boobs anymore. They're not notable. I don't recall. What? Eh. No. Uh, God, God did not you, smile You need on to her. go watch that again. You know what you're guilty of right now? 
You're doing. You're not like Kathy Bates in the hot tub. Good lord. <laughs> you're doing exactly what Patrick did at the fair, where you kept telling Angie, "Yeah, we're good," but you kept asking him questions. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to know? All right, we're good. Beverly Hills Cop tomorrow, folks. Right after the Madonna interview. <laughs> Where's the autobiography, Eddie Murphy? Right. right. <laughs> Tell her to get going on that. Okay, the traveling linemen. Here we go. Saturday, they were in the Daphne Islands, Galapagos. Uh, Sunday, Quito, Ecuador, and today, Manta, Ecuador. Hmm. Tom and Jessica Lyman, the traveling Lymans, WorldwideWaftage.com, and it's only because we get these from them right. that they even make the show. Yeah. It was on this day. Joe, today is October 23rd. In 1905, actress Ethel Barrymore appeared in the play... Sunday, it was called Sunday, which ran through October 25 in St. Paul. Hmm. On this day, uh, 10 to 3, in 1920, Sinclair Lewis published Main Street. He was a Sauk Center native and he got the Nobel Prize. Okay. And on this day, uh, October 23rd, 1934, Minnesota residents Jeanette and Jean Picard ascended in a hydrogen balloon to a record of 57,579 feet. And then the printer uh, let me down there, so I don't know what the rest of it is. Wait, Jean- uh, they Luke. later served as consultants to NASA. Jean-Luc Picard? What was his name? Jeanette and Jean Picard hmm. ascended to 57,579 feet wow. in 1934. Do you know that the hot air balloon was... Invented in 1750 or something like that. Okay. Well, I mean, that's pretty cool. To, well, I didn't know it was that old. It's been around. Yeah, I got him. I mean... Up, up and away in my beautiful balloon. <laughs> Thank you, GLers. Yeah, you're welcome. Gellis, yeah, you are welcome. This this doesn't this doesn't come cheap, folks. Especially when we turn off he the lights. He arrives late, but we get more out of him. Yeah, yeah. You packed a little punch into this one today. Hey, you're welcome. If you want to be entertained more, Jesus. go to YouTube and subscribe to Garage Logic on our oh. YouTube page. It's free, and for just a little ching, you can join the Garage Logic Town Council. You can get pre and post show comments. And spy on us during the show when we go to a break. It costs 10 bucks a month or $100 for the entire year, and you just can't get enough of it. Just can't get enough of it. It's fantastic. And it was the topic of discussion over a bonfire this uh, past Saturday night. What was? Uh, the Garage Lodge of Town Council, because oh. Meadows' uh, mother is a member. Wonderful. And she's going to re-up. Right. So thanks, Heidi. All right, garagelogic.com, the town council. You're welcome. Yeah. Hey, ah, I, I don't know why that strikes me so funny. Those guys yelling at the screen. God, that's funny. It's uh, it without, but it, it did have to be you know, a tense time or something like that. They weren't laughing and you know doing a comedy or a love show. Right. Be going in there. Yep. Don't, Don't go, go in there. In there. <laughs> Megaphone.
Was no. that a predominantly black audience? Uh, no, Eddie, Eddie drew everybody. Yeah. But that would, uh, at that point, for that movie, it would have been like maybe 50 50, uh, where normally it's, they don't really fill I, the seats. I mean, right. What, why, why, just log me in, goddammit. Okay. No. What are you talking about? This stupid megaphone. It makes you verify that you're not a robot, like you're buying tickets on a website. Tomorrow is a, a hmm. chance of rain. It's supposed to rain all day tomorrow. Well, then I guess I'll be doing sports talk. Sounds like a no-show prep day to me. Never one for me. <clears throat> all right, <clears throat> Joe. What? You're not going to milk it for the whole hour, are you? What? I thought the interview. She was coming in tomorrow. Oh, yes, she is coming in tomorrow. I doubt if it'll be the whole show. All right, I'll do show prep then. How many Madonna questions do you want from me and Rook? Right. Well, you can ask anything you want. I think her advance on this book was probably five hundred grand. Do you follow uh, Victor Davis Hanson on Twitter? Yes. What do you think? Um, you, you like him, right? But except for the Trump thing, except for Trump, I like him. Yeah. But isn't How can it anybody like Trump? He's a he's an evil. Psychopath. Well, doesn't that doesn't that say something to you though that the likes of Victor Davis Hanson like him? Yeah, I don't so, know where to be with that. I don't know how to so place that. Maybe you should give Trump a, another look. Well, maybe that's the answer. Because it so, might come up between now and next November. You think so? I think he might. So is them sending Newsom to China step one of having him run? I don't know. It's got one paragraph buried in the Minneapolis paper. It's not like he's getting a big... <clears throat> Did you watch F1 yesterday? No, but is is... Can Max Verstappen ever lose? He was so calm and laid back, and those passes were so clean and easy. And his around, guys. pit strategy gotta, was spot get, on. Do <clears throat> you have to get briefed? But, it's our weekly discussion with the owners, yes. With the, the reason, owners? Yeah. Oh. The reason I bring it up is uh, my arch enemy, Lewis Hamilton, mm -hmm. took second. Mm -hmm. and was disqualified because the stewards are destroying F1. Hmm. Um, Lewis Hamilton and Charles uh, Leclerc, or Jean Leclerc, were both disqualified uh, for skid plate violations. Hmm. There was so much uh, wear on their skid plates um, that it, something changed the arrow, and they what disqualified Max drive? Who does he drive for? Um, he drives for uh, what's the energy drink? Um, Monster. No, what's the what's the auto, the manufacturer? No, they make their own. Um, oh. No, not auto. The Red, Red Bull. Bull. Yeah, Red Bull. So it's well, Mercedes doesn't. I mean, there isn't isn't your arch rival Mercedes? Yeah, Mercedes is not having a good year. What about Ferrari? Also not great. What about Alfa Romeo? <clears throat> not great. Honda. Um, I don't think there's any Hondas in F1. Mm, I could be wrong. 
But their um, IndyCar, I don't, don't think there's any Porsches either. Hmm. What's an Alpine? There's an Alpine. Oh. I think that's an F1 only car. Uh, but it's in Austin, or it was in Austin. <clears throat> yeah, didn't Red McCombs, former Viking owner, bring that to Austin? He might have. Um, I think there were about 450,000 spectators there. The Las Vegas Chamber of Commerce estimates that the World Series, I'm sorry, the Super Bowl in Vegas will generate $662 million, and they estimate that the F1 in Vegas will generate $1.2 billion. Shit. They are they having... Like Fratelloni, 100 bucks. They are having... That's why? He, he said that that was going to... Yeah. They're having big, big problems selling tickets for the F1 race. The hotels have discounted all their rates. And Don't many, many, oh. many, many tickets remain unsold for F1. To, is that race this weekend? Uh, no. It's... I don't know when it is. It would make sense if it was, but I don't know when it is. Because I thought, aren't they already, isn't the track completed, Kenny? <clears throat> well, isn't it a street um, track? I guess it's that's a, I'm sorry. Another yeah. example of how Greta Thunberg is being used. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, Sunday, November 19th, next okay. month. By the climate. Hold on, Hold on one second. T-H-U-N-B-E-R-G, right? Mm-hmm is being used by the climate charlatans oh boy c-h-a-r-l-a-t-o-n-s oops T -A but you better double check that see if it gets a squeaky line yep t-a-n-s you're right yep period yep okay listener breaks down the tax rebates on an EV. Yep. Uh, Hamas protest in Minneapolis. Yep. Not exactly covered with objectivity. What does it mean when you tell John every day, send me news stories? I put up three stories with our um, daily post. And usually I just put news stories that either you or John cover. So, for instance, I'm going to do the Alpha News protest, the driver that was... In fact, I might do that and the... Um, Did the driver the have video. a box cutter? I don't know. Why did somebody report that? Uh, Scott from Inver Grove said he had a box cutter. I think maybe he was being facetious. Oh. Well, that's enough. That's enough. I wonder what Pat's got today. There's no nobody. Well, he's got Vikings. Yeah, but he doesn't go to Vikings games. True. Oh, it, isn't the Wolves lid lifter soon? Isn't, oh, that's Wednesday. Have a, yeah, but don't they have their big media thing today? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. The 
Let's do the drone footage. Derek's right, though, on old cars, where you find stuff is in the trunk. Yeah. Find neat stuff in the trunk. I put the top up yesterday on the Triumph I just got. I swear it it shows all evidence of not having been put up for 10 years. The plexiglass windows are all yellowed and brittle and have slashes in them for mm. cracking. Mm. So that car is a candidate for a new top. So the proper way to bother me. the way to store that is with the top up and fastened. It's, is that it's up correct? Now and I store all of them every winter with the top up. Yeah. Huh. That's the best the best buy you can possibly get in old vintage cars is with the British cars. It just it, it astounds me how cheap they are. Compared to American cars. Even American cars that were big pigs are expensive. Yep. 283, um, 65 Impala with a 283 and a Power Glide. Mr. Unbelievable, uh, you know, I told you he has a uh, garage condo. Yeah. But the condos have no ceilings. So if a guy four condos away is sanding a car... You you could end up with that dust on your stuff. Oh, so it turns out there's uh, I got a report from a guy who was there. There's three inches of black dust. Oh no! And I don't think three inches is an exaggeration on everything he had in that in that condo. Oh. Sixteen motorcycles, Cushman's, a golf cart, two Cadillacs, a boat. What I if the family asked me, and I'm hoping. They don't, but if they do, I'll help them. My advice is going to be the only way you should probably get rid of that is find yourself a good, reputable auction situation and just auction it all. What are the uh, What are the Cadillacs? 76 Eldorado. Yeah. And a 74 Fleetwood. Both low miles, pristine, except now with three inches of black dust. And I'm sure the gasoline in the tanks has turned to varnish. So the motorcycles are... How big is his garage? It's a big unit. I don't know what the footage is. But this is <laughs> one separate from his house. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. The Fleetwood is the four-door and the Eldorado is the two-door, right? Right. Look at that thing. Wow. What color is the Fleetwood? Silver. Wow. The Eldo's white. I would love to have that. Then he's got a Super Glide and a Sportster in the basement of the house. Ick. They're not covered in dust. You see a lot of guys driving Sportsters these days. It shows you they don't know anything about Harleys and tradition. Oh, I had a Sportster for... Well, that doesn't surprise me. Five years, and then I moved up to a Superglide. <clears throat> you got tired of women asking to, if you had any tampons on them? Is, is that... I, I never uh, looked at it that way, Ken. Oh, they're, uh, they're lady spikes, Joe. They're what the girls ride. Oh. the uh, you got a, He's got a Larson boat. Uh, what were those things called? Um, to Larson, uh, is it a ducker fiberglass, or fiberglass, oh, fiberglass outboard runabout? Uh -huh. Thunder, Thunderhawk, Thunderhawk. Hmm. 
Lawson Thunderhawk. Had the twin stern flags. Uh, that's covered in debris. I don't know what quality will he has. I'm pretty confident that I sold him a Polaris um, because I remember because among his problems is he's a hoarder. I remember uh, navigating his driveway with my trailer. Yeah. Then, then I guarantee you, he still got it backing into that thing from uh, the main drag there. Oh, and then he also has, you know, the 2013 Chevrolet or Chevrolet uh, Cadillac CTV wagon with the Corvette engine in it, six-speed manual. 404 were made with a manual. Huh. Station wagon. Interesting. Wow. I mean, it, it's great stuff that has not been taken care of. Yeah. I bet he's got some cool tools, too, doesn't he? Yeah, I own half the uh, sandblast cabinet, and I own half the Baldor buffer. I probably could get those if I wanted them by saying, I'll pay you the other half. <clears throat> but I don't want a sandblast cabinet. Is it a big one? Mm, you stand up and put your stuff in it. You're standing, and then you put your hands through the two holes in the... Well, I know what I've got one, Joe. Give yeah. me... Put your arms out. Give me a dimension. Arms fully extended. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. so it's a big one. Well... Yeah, that's a big cabinet. Yeah. that's, that's Maybe a nice... it's more like this. Okay. It's getting smaller with age. <laughs> Do you have a Baldor buffer? I don't need a buffer. Boy, they do the trick if you're buffing something. Holy mackerel. Need a good buffer. I can get you a buffer. Well, let me see now. I don't need one either, Joe. Although I did hand wash my vehicle yesterday. I I can't even imagine where they're going to find titles to this stuff. It's just going to be a real problem. I'm sure it'll all work out. And the money's going to the worst possible people. Uh, people that are going to... Well, I don't know what he's specifying. End up killing themselves. Are we still on the council? Oh, okay. Are we now? Yeah. Nah, 